0: to the number two wrestling podcast in all of
1: scandinavia (laughs) iw guide it's expanded now uh i I do want to give you an update on that we have fallen to number nine in norway
0: what the fuck (laughs) it sits full Uh uh-uh i'm still going with number two and all the shirts that are being made say number two so there's no possible way we could be number nine it's just not possible Maybe we got jumped the gun a little bit on this, just maybe <laughs> a little bit. You think we jumped the gun? No way. I told everyone at home how how I was number two in Norway. We're, well, we're clearly not anymore. Well, if we're number nine, by the way, Jayhawk. Sorry, if we're number nine, it means that there are there are at least nine podcasts. And there are at least more than three people who are listening because I thought number one had two and we had one, <laughs> and that was it. But at least it means there's a large, robust wrestling podcast fandom in Norway. It means one guy discovered Conrad over the course kind of the last week. <laughs> we're screwed. Right? He's like, "Fuck these guys." He's like,
1: <laughs> Jared, uh, I had a really good answer for you uh, when your wife asked what it pays that we were number two in Norway. You should just tell her it pays in kibble to understand that it's really not necessary it. it's, it's, it's it's To understand it, it that's it, it, what it's,
2: i requested
0: but, but <laughs> before before
2: marcy yeah, before marcy get,
1: requested it and now it pays in kibble and i'm sure your wife's gonna want some of that well
0: and this brings me to another point the scandinavians love techno music and marcy you just did your transgiving djing so why don't you tell us and all the people in scandinavia how it went
2: it was there's nothing Scandinavia based in my set, but It was a good time. Uh, I was fucking ner- uh, obviously talking about this before. I was nervous as hell, but it was also like the excitement thing. But yeah, I crushed it. I fucking I crushed it. it. I Not knew to, it. Like toot my own horn, but yeah, I fucking killed it.
0: I knew it. I knew you would.
2: I have, I'm, I'm, a- I'm I'm cooking some things. I have my uh, I do have the my setup on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com/slash EGirlFanboy. Boy spelled B-O-I. We have plus the
1: NRCG. No,
2: no, no, it's relevant now, and you know I'm I'm already cooking a couple of things. I got a few things, maybe, hopefully lined up. We'll see.
0: I love it. It's great, and everybody, we're succeeding, and that's the best part about it. And and also speaking of cool butters, the back of <laughs> your your new room that doesn't look like a a barn anymore looks great.
1: Yeah, it's slowly coming together. The office is coming together. Uh, I found my Super Dragon mask uh, moving this weekend, so can you I'd point uh...
0: it out and tell me, wh- where is that?
1: So, oh, there it is. Yeah, okay, right I'd... there, next uh-huh. to the U.S. title.
0: That's the Hacksaw Jim Duggan U.S. title to me. It'll always be the Hacksaw Jim Duggan U.S. title. He let me so... hold it and choke him when we when I was at Comic Con once. <laughs>
1: was he jerking off while you were checking out?
0: <laughs> this was 2013, like so maybe he was. I just was. I was too naive to notice it. <laughs>
1: So, fun story about that Super Dragon mask. It's a legit Super Dragon mask from Super Dragon himself. Uh, Back, uh, I want to say like 2012, something like that, I was in my little uh, single studio apartment, just scrolling Twitter, and they were doing like a contest thing on PWG with like random trivia stuff. And the question was... What is Super Dragon's favorite film? And I just was like, it's gotta be back to the future. Like they make tons of references to it in the show titles from back then. And I was right. And uh I won the mask. I didn't think they have them autograph it, but uh yeah. So I got that in the and mail. You, like and a you week got later. the mask
0: nine months later with the DVD of the show that you were watching <laughs> the show that happened that same day.
1: No, man, it was quick. It was like a week. I couldn't believe it. I was expecting nine months. That that would have been on. They can get a
0: mask to a Twitter user, but they can't get a fucking DVD out for the whole fan base after each show is absurd. I mean,
1: to be fair, uh, let's look at how long it's taking for any of the aiw shows to come out uh that, that weren't that weren't uh yeah but your pal you know, chase live. has been
0: hurt and he's and it takes a while
1: to he's edit. been in the gym and stuff i don't want to hear about how he's been hurt he's in he's been in the gym shenanigans he's uh he's, he's aaron Rodgers. It, 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 it takes it? a while it takes a while it just takes a while to edit stuff together it's it's yeah. time consuming so that's that's what i'm going to chalk it up to and
0: our show can drop on a, a right after we record so you know maybe it doesn't take so long to edit chase <laughs>
3: i if mean, you video say- editing and audio editing are coming two completely different things. Yes, 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 yes they're yes, uh, right? You're killing the bit. I'm trying. I'm trying here. Uh, <laughs> Norway likes my jokes. Do they? <laughs> no, they don't. That's why we dropped the number nine,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> don't no number two.
1: Number they were, two. They were they had to be happy with my jokes. I had some really great jokes. I mean, we we had the whole bit about Paige's whole family. That was really good uh i mean we talked about hogs last week and that's like our bread and butter right there so
2: maybe the scandinavians are scared of hogs
1: i don't believe that i just can't i can't believe they'd be afraid of hogs that doesn't seem right i think they'd embrace the hogs
0: there's a lot of uh hoggery going on in the uh iw guide studios
2: we need to figure out what animal like scandinavians love and maybe like i don't know if they lean If we lean into it because i'm not giving up the dog thing but like
0: i don't know hoggery there's a there's a lot a of what? creative hoggery going on in the in the IW guide uh, um, uh, art studios, so to speak, at this moment. Pops so for hoggery play itself out in the next six weeks, but plenty of hoggery to go around. Now, what if these hogs are feral, <laughs> all I know is there's going to be a lot of ham being thrown around during the holiday season.
3: So, uh, among the among the animals that Scandinavians seem to like, reindeer, he eagle. Norwegian elk hound, sea There eagles?
2: we go.
0: There we go. Sea eagles. Yeah, that's cool. You mean seagulls? It's <laughs> eagle. I'm looking at go- I'm looking at the Google not a machine. Not eagle Sea eagle. Yeah. I've what never about- heard of such a An thing. There's no such thing as a sea, sea eagle. Get the fuck
1: out of here. It's a seagull. Come on, have you-
0: Jayhawk. Have you ever eaten lutefisk? I uh, no, I have not. I think that's for all of us to try lutefisk, so we can relate more to our listeners.
3: I mean, I'm looking at a picture of a key eagle fish. right now and I don't know the difference between a key eagle and a regular eagle, but it looked more like an eagle than a key Go oh, You're wrong, butter. I,
1: I don't believe you. I think you're full of it. I got to go to cage match <laughs> to confirm this. Cage match. <laughs> yes.
0: Cage match tells
1: all. No the leading goals. source
0: of birds.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But,
3: but the Norwegian of, out count. we can still do the dog thing. We're good.
1: Speaking of yeah. uh, uh, birds, uh, did you see that thing that John Oliver did where like in new zealand they have a, a, a bird of the year type thing and this year was the bird of the century and he picked the poo techie techie and like put <laughs> billboards up all over the world and like they crushed it and won like two hundred forty nine thousand votes to like think the second most was like forty thousand or something like that and what is uh, it? it it's like it's a it's a bird contest that they do every year and it's it's for like the bird and forest like uh like conservation and stuff oh but they do like they act like it's like a real like voting like like a presidential election type shit and they have like people that like uh you know or like the leaders for like the bird like so they talk for the bird and shit and john oliver just like was making fun of it and then like picked the poo techie techie as his bird and like put signs up everywhere for people to vote for it and it won and uh it was really fucking funny it's a really great bit that they did
0: i like when they get behind something like that it make that that any any of those late night shows that have some balls i like when they get behind stuff and 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 execute that's good yeah last Speaking week tonight yeah. with
1: john oliver is like one of my favorite things to watch every week on sunday night at 11 so on hbo
0: yeah it's it's a it i I always liked him and and most of the shit not all of the shit but most of the shit he does but um
1: he did a really good job explaining like the whole uh uh stuff that's going on over in israel right now so like i because i've stayed out of it because i i don't understand a lot of it but he he broke it down pretty well to like understand what was going on so it was interesting
0: yeah well on a positive note it's hell on earth week it's thanksgiving week And there's so much going, and we're all going to be together on Friday, which is awesome. In case, in case anybody wants to know, hey, Hey, it's 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 all that. I love you (laughs) guys. Oh, I thought I said number two podcast in Norway. Shit, (laughs) that's why we use Zoom. This is
2: the
3: quality (laughs) you expect from this podcast. (laughs) Correct. Correct. We might move back up. We might move back up to number eight in Norway after that little bit. Yeah. Well, no, I think we're going
2: to be at least, like, down to 20 at this point. I'm trying point. to get us to be number I'm,
1: one in New Zealand. Uh, that's what I was working on.
0: How about American Samoa? That would be great if they listened and downloaded. <laughs> so, hi, American Samoa. I'm just going to start throwing out countries and hope that they start downloading our show. The
3: first podcast, Butter and I did, we were, like, number four or five in Myanmar. I have, I'm not even sure where that one. That's first. I'd look that I, up. I'm, I heard you're very over with the Mayan,
0: the Burmese. Mayan. What is it? It was Myanmar? I think it was called. No, what is the what are the people I, called in I, Myanmar? Somebody you know? let me know during the week. I forgot what they're called.
1: Not myanmar did, uh, did we introduce ourselves? Oh, you know, no, we, we did not.
0: It's Nor- Norway. We are, we are
2: really Gold. off
3: the
0: rails today. The one that you all listen for—it's Jay Gold, Norway.
2: I think I'm the real one. Everyone listens for it's me, Marcy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am
3: the Hall of Famer
1: Jayhawk. I am the Razor Ramon of front shots, butters.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> i need a second for that one what can i be the?
2: can i be the kevin nash of back shots
1: no uh 2024 is front shots only if you listen to the stink sheet you would know this so it's 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 uh 2024 is uh front shots only well we're still in 2023 no nope. not it's it's too late
2: It's we can still have a month and a half You can't tell me what to
1: do. The stink sheet's (laughs) the uncles, uncles, right? No, and it's not the uncles. Oh, Oh my gosh,
0: Josh. (laughs) They're the ones who talk about, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Conspiracy theories, right? The stink sheet. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fellas, you know, I love you. I just, I like to joke. Real,
2: uh, real, real dementia moment, huh?
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: let's let's
1: let's do our shout outs real quick uh zach chris andrew and brock and of course special shout out to patty
0: hi patty we're gonna see you on
1: friday patty and you get a picture with all of us on friday it's gonna be great i'll
0: never turn you down patty ever you're the best
1: and i have a, a special surprise for you patty uh we we talked about this earlier uh in the month and uh I, I got with my buddy Will from Sick Things Clothing. Uh and oh I got I gotta read something from that too. Uh but he uh came up with something really cool for me. So uh you have a surprise waiting for you at Hell on Earth.
0: I love Will. Will's the best.
1: Yeah Will uh shout out to Will. He was on a uh YouTube uh Funko Pop morning show thing and uh he had our shirt in the background and gave us a big shout out. So Super will is a loyal
0: yeah he's super loyal and he's loyal to the brand to AIW and he loves wrestling and he was very excited on the show and he and he's great and now he has the new the new brand we have to cover
1: right so i have two things to cover uh first off uh for sick things clothing the two year anniversary sale part 2 uh join us starting thanksgiving day when everything on the site will be 50% off the sale will be live until sunday at midnight The sale will also extend to anyone coming to AIW Hell on Earth. All sick things, shirts, hats, and beanies will be $10. Hoodies will be $30. Less than five hoodies are available and will not be reprinted as they were done as a one-off. Anyone who buys three or more items, either online or in person at Hell on Earth, will be entered into a drawing that will take place sometime in January. The winner of said drawing will receive the first two shirt designs for our new pro wrestling based brand. And speaking of that, the new pro wrestling based brand is Gorilla Press Apparel.
0: So cool. I love it. I love that name. It's a great Uh, name.
1: Sick Things Clothing is proud to announce its sister brand Gorilla Press Apparel. We will be offering original pro wrestling related designs, as well as offering simple shirt designs and printing for events uh, for wrestlers, personalities, podcasts, etc. Currently, we will be offering shirts, long sleeves and pullover hoodies. Gorilla Press Apparel will be replacing sick things at wrestling events starting in 2024. They are on uh, Twitter at Gorilla Press APP. Instagram will be later. More details on shirt designs and future projects will be dropped over on X starting in January. So please follow. I am already following on both accounts. I am excited for this. I have some really fun ideas uh, and uh, Will has been super supportive of us. He hooked us up and got us uh, shirts for hell on earth. So we'll have those. We'll have stickers for hell on earth. I'm very, very excited uh, to uh, give those out to our friends and maybe sell one or two of them and get some extra coin in our pockets.
0: Don't forget my t-shirt butters when I see you.
1: (laughs) It's in the back of the car as we speak. So it, it it will be there with me. So you're good. Yeah, boy. Uh, maybe we should talk about what's on this week and then, uh, do some other stuff. Let's do it. What's,
0: what's on
3: this weekend? weekend? Okay. So I'm old enough to remember where they're in a shitload of wrestling Thanksgiving weekend. And that is not the cake anymore, but we do have a couple of things to cover on the fight TV kind of thing on Thanksgiving night, Thursday, November 23rd, seven thirty 30 PM. Elevation Professional Wrestling Prevent, Effie Big Gay Thanksgiving 2023, Ooh. In- including the Gravy Bowl Battle Royal. I have no idea what that is. I have an image in my head, and I have no idea.
0: Let's go. I'm thinking kitty pool gravy like in the old WWE days. That's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah.
3: But on Friday night, 730 Eastern Time, the big one this weekend, AIW Preventing Hell on Earth 18, featuring... I gave Brown and Derek Dillinger for the absolute championship featuring Kenta, or Dominic Guarini, Rocky Romero, Virgin Trey Lamar, Virk and Joshua Bishop, Virgin filthy Tom Lawler. And what is being advertised like a fatal four way, but we all know it's really a tag team match. Shout out to Josh Bishop and his MLW
0: debut, baby, big
3: fella. Yeah. You got money shot against TME. You've got Tyler Jordan against Josh prohibition and a rematch from fresh meat. Much more on that card. It is live on fight. All four of us are going to be there. If you're in the area, come out and check it out. If not, you've got to watch it on Fight. I cannot overtell that.
0: Yep. It's going to be great. And
3: that pretty much it. There's really nothing on Saturday of note. So. Well, that
2: works out because uh, all of I- IWTV stuff is on Saturday. So it starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Time with Pro Wrestling Magic presents Holiday Road to Kingdom Come. Then two shows at 8 p.m. Eastern Time both H2O presents last November and TWE presents favorite sons featuring for the TWE championship, Darian Benston versus big Dave for the TWE tag team championship, totally shook versus the lost brothers and much more.
1: Nice. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk to the production, uh, the recall. Doing Interviewing. Mark's on the internet that ask the questions that they think are cool to ask. I love that so much. All right. Uh, here tonight with us, we have the guy that has like 17 nicknames. I'm not going to name them all because he's been on like so many times with us, but he is the neon Tarantino, Derek Dillinger and his newest leading lady, Katie Arquette. Um, So, I guess it's the production requel is what I'm going to call this because it's like a sequel and a redo. So, I'm going to go with that. What do you think, Derek?
4: Um, I just think the production's good. Um, It doesn't matter who is in it. Mm -hmm. It's just the production. So, in reality, Katie Arquette and I are former AIW Tag Team Champions at this point because (laughs) the production is in the title history.
0: Is that true? Is that what we're going with? We're just going yeah, to, like the Freebirds almost? I, I'm going with that. Yes. Like the Von Erichs when they added that extra cousin or whatever? Don't you disrespect MJF's character in the <laughs> novel? <laughs> I love Max. I'm fine with him playing whatever random Von Eric they added into the movie or, or whatever it is. Great.
4: Good. Good. We <laughs> don't have no
0: problems then. <laughs> Derek, I don't need any problems with you. I already have Dom throwing me around arenas all over this country. I don't want that.
1: Yeah, Dom said he's gonna beat up like half the Discord, so it's gonna be interesting on Friday. Yeah, it'll be great, Butters. All right, so let's let's start this off. Uh, Katie, what's the worst ring name you've ever heard?
5: Oh gosh, how? Let's make a shorter list. What's some of the better indie wrestling names that we've heard?
0: <laughs> no, go 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 with the dirt worst. Find whatever you can find.
5: <laughs> the dirt worst. Oh gosh, there's too many. Um. I mean, I don't think it's the worst, but something that I've always picked at is Gunther's name. I liked Walter better. It stood out
1: For sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Gunther had that, uh, uh, that towed that line of being very uncomfortable for a little bit, and then they realized, okay, we're just going to go with Gunther, and everything's going to be okay, so
5: yeah i'm like where gunther like there's just there's no introduction it's just gunther he's the same person no i like walter it was unique and it was very different gunther is just oh great another gunther okay
1: (laughs) i do think the the difference with it now is like he's gotten in such like amazing shape that that's gunther and walter was like the heavier uh heavier character because i feel like walter was just a much better character like i liked i liked when he had the weight on him because it was just you knew his chops would just kill you. Now I just feel like he's just another muscly guy. It doesn't feel the same.
5: He he but, looked like that fighter. Like yeah. he was this big, muscly person. Like he was a fighter. He like you did not want to mess with him if walking by a bar or outside. You're like, nope.
0: Now he's just very in shape. He's lean. He's just his gimmick is he's super in shape and uh his coats don't fit him as well anymore. They're a little big. <laughs>
1: Derek, have you heard any new uh, horrible wrestling names? Out on the West Coast, um, Derek,
0: Come on, there had to be
4: somebody. Matthew Yeager is a very terrible wrestling name. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make Katie Arquette laugh. That doesn't make Katie Arquette laugh. Um, no, I'm just I'm just joking. Uh I love in this dynamic, I'm gonna pause it here for us, everyone. Um, Katie's so wholesome, she's not gonna say a bad wrestling name. Um, but Katie didn't wrestle on like the dirt worst shows like I did in Pennsylvania. Um so Mine still is Harley Morrison and Davidson Morrison. Um, Katie probably knows who they are, but they're my worst names ever.
0: (laughs) Morris, Harley Davidson,
4: terrible. Harley and Davidson, the Morris brothers. (laughs) I I mean, it could be work.
3: Hillbilly Jim Rucker would act Harley Davidson before it became Hillbilly Jim.
4: But that was a different time period. This guy, like these guys, they don't right <laughs> learn your lesson from, right i got it <laughs> they're from west virginia i don't know
2: but, okay but what what if they actually came out on harley davidson's see then you're now you're
0: cooking mars that'd
4: be cool. i don't think, i don't think black diamond wrestling has the budget to uh afford
1: <laughs> neither does old technically but you know we had effie davidson at those so
4: hey, they um i think that that harley davidson was the very first one right that was the very first one in time
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh So what is your pre-show ritual look like before uh, you go out to the ring, Katie?
5: Um, Hmm. I never see whenever I get asked this question, I think like, what do I do before I go out to wrestle, but I've started to pick up on more of a routine. So I try to, I stretch a lot of physical movement, stretching right before, especially my hips and my knees. I'm getting old fast if you ask them. Um. And then from there, I just take a moment by myself and I try to compose myself and get into the rhythm of myself katie arquette and walk out knowing the bad bitch that i am
1: (laughs) so when you first started uh in aiw i had seen you around and like iwc and stuff like that but i'd never known you to i don't know i guess you had like a moment at um one of the cleveland shows where you got busted open with the chair and you kind of had that becky lynch moment where like it just really put you over with the crowd uh is that like, have you ever done hardcore and blood like that before, or was this the first time it's it would ever happened and it happened at AIW just organically?
5: That was the first and only time it's ever happened. And it, I can definitely agree with that. I felt like that was the moment that something peaked for me. It's, it's more so at AIW, but I feel like a little bit everywhere on the Indies right now. Um, and I definitely thought it made for great pictures and just a great, uh, moment for that especially considering the matches that it got me after that and my dad said i was officially now a badass so that that meant everything to me too so oh
6: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that was that was definitely a turning point because i feel like you've there, we've had a lot you know all the different women wrestlers in the company and so far it's been like you and ziggy have blend like i've seen ziggy bleed before so like it's a little bit different but like i wasn't expecting it from you when it happened i was like oh shit and then like it was just a really great moment, and I think like everything that kind of followed with it uh, was just like it worked really well. It kind of it was like I said, it was like your Becky Lynch moment. Like you became that badass. So
5: I love that comparison because I love Becky Lynch too. So I think that's really cool. So thank you for that. I definitely think it put a a, a big turning point for me, and I'm yeah. I think this is the moment. If no one took me serious before, they can take me serious now.
0: It does put you in another world, by the way, once you when, like when when and I don't know if it's just maybe it's just how wrestling fans look at at talent at female talent, but bleeding in front of fr- in front of the ghouls, like gets you nine million levels of credibility above. Right. Like, you know, especially as a, I, I'm, I'm Derek, not to take away from you bleeding for an entire year, but Katie <laughs> bleeding years, two years, two years, two years, <laughs> and never right, Josh, two years. I, yeah, it never stopped. I, I just know that. It was just a bandage on his head forever. But um Katie, like you what did do you feel like a different vibe now when you do go into shows that and maybe not AIW, other places, do you feel like people look at you differently?
5: One hundred percent. I feel like I've gotten this complete 360 or even just 180. Like everyone that uh, comes up to me asks me about it now, whether it's at AIW or at other indie promotions. And I think it's pretty cool because it definitely made a big moment and it got around. Cause like you even said, like you were surprised that it was me that started bleeding. And I think that said that speaks volumes and that, you know, definitely put me on a different pedestal than I was. And it definitely makes me believe that so every time I come out to the ring now it definitely has a different tone and attitude because of that
0: it does make the production much darker like it gives Derek and you guys like that much like darker feel as opposed to you know a leading lady like you you could say leading lady and then look at like Tony Storm and be like okay there's that or we can look at you and Derek now and it's more of Almost like a pulp Fiction-y, Like now, you you have that credibility, you know, where people take you that to that level, which is which is kind of cool. Sorry, buddies, I didn't mean don't to don't accidentally
1: you. snort heroin. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think Derek will uh, eject you with uh, adrenaline.
0: <laughs>
1: well, Jeremy,
4: was, Jeremy's I have, I there. Have a syringe? Do we have a syringe <laughs> of it? I will. Patty <laughs>
0: might be there. She might be able to help. You never know. <laughs> and also, Katie's the scream queen, guys. So right. it makes sense, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I get it. they you do have that gear too. That's right. Yeah,
5: I do. I do, and I have new shirts coming. They should be here also for AIW. So.
1: Nice. Um. So, I don't think I don't think this is gonna ever like register for like uh for female wrestlers. But did you backyard wrestle by chance? Or- no. Okay. No, see, I, I didn't yeah. think so. I, I I,
5: absolutely not. I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> at all. I got trained first.
1: <laughs> all right, Josh, go ahead.
0: Okay. So, so before I get to Katie, I want to, I want to do those like the background question, but I want to ask Derek, cause you had a big weekend being at West coast pro um, you know, you were with, you know, your mentor with, with Chris hero. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the experience of being out there for the second time I mean that's a huge show to be on, Hero, you wrestled Hammerstone. What was it like for you this time around cuz the last time, you know, we talked to you there we didn't get into kind of, you know, the places that you were hitting up and and this is a big deal being you being on the West Coast. So, can you give us a little bit of your opinion on how it went out there this weekend?
4: Yeah, this it was a very emotional weekend. I mean, it was cool like to be able to experience that with like Chris and like Rachel was sweet. Um, I mean, the dude had a whole week. Uh basically um Given to him by independent wrestling as a whole, he did so many interviews, he did so many podcasts. Um, the legendary ECW t shirt designer Haru, he designed up a specific uh shirt for West Coast Pro for Hero. Um, Brian Zane of Wrestling with Regret was there. Like, it was crazy to see how many people were there just to you know, um, celebrate Chris Hero, and the, ultimately, you know, Friday became Chris Hero Day, and this seeing the outpour of support to him was sweet because he's like a very selfless person and he's willing to help anybody who wants help. Um, So it was like very cool to experience that with him. Um, And just, I mean, him and Thatcher killed it. And I mean, I love Timothy Thatcher. So like, it was just cool to sit in the arena with uh, Rachel and watch everything go down.
1: Uh, you, I really appreciate I, re- I really appreciate you getting us uh, that interview with him, by the way. That's that was awesome of you. Very <laughs> selfless of you, Derek. <laughs> but, I say hey, I say
4: Chris is selfless. Chris is selfless. Not, yeah, not Derek me.
0: doesn't give a shit.
4: Chris I, was just, <laughs> I was just there for the ride.
0: So how was it how was it with the with the hammerstone announcement being, you know, the the, the uh, uh mystery opponent for you? Were you were you excited for that and and you know have you gotten a lot of feedback on that?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Um, Hammerstone's jacked, and he's so big. Um, (laughs) So it was sweet to work with him. And now he's um, Josh Bishop's uh, stablemate in MLW, so that's cool. Um, I was, like, prepared to wrestle one of the students from the West Coast Pro um, Academy. Um, So when that got switched on me, it sort of threw me for a loop. But, I mean, we made it work, and people really enjoyed the match. Um, there's like people saying it was like Godzilla versus King Kong. So that's like <laughs> a cool uh, cinema reference. And yeah. I appreciated it.
0: Now, when did you find out that you were wrestling Hammerstone? Was that, that wasn't something you, you, you you knew about leading up to the day you were there or you just found out.
4: So I originally had a promo filmed and edited um, for JT Thorne and it was like, it's sweet. It was real cool. Um, I sent it to Chris and Scott from West coast. And um, Chris sent me with a message. She's like, Hey, I have some bad news. Um, JT got hurt in his match with Thatcher. um, And we have to switch the match. And so I was like, what are we doing with this? I got this all when I was wrestling at WrestleRex. So like, this was like a week out. Um, So I had to film my promo after WrestleRex um, in Pittsburgh. So I filmed it. And then like, I was going um, to New York that Sunday. So I sent it to uh, Steve who edits my promos. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is the promo. Like, I can't have you film it. I had to have someone film it here. Shout out Shelby Wilder for filming my promo. And 5 a.m. in downtown Pittsburgh underneath the bridge. Um, so like, I knew <laughs> a week wild. out. Like, less, less than a week out, I knew. So I didn't really have much time to prepare, but I made it work.
0: Yeah. It, the the every Your promos are on a different level, but the show itself was, was fascinating to watch. I, I was waiting for, you know, you being on the second half of the card. And then seeing, you know, the hero Thatcher match, just a very cool moment. I, and, and you know, happy to see you out on the West Coast. I think you fit in kind of in there. You bring a different vibe to that company in general. Um, so that's cool. Um, but I'll, I'll get back into hero a little bit later. I want to ask Katie if I could. Um, um, I, I don't know a lot about you, about your your past as far as wrestling goes. Can you give me a little bit of background on who trained you? And then, like, you know, where did you start off? Were you, are you a Pittsburgh girl? Or are you, are you from Pennsylvania? Where you, where, where's the background from?
5: Yeah. So I am from Pittsburgh. I'm technically from North Carolina. Uh, I spent the first six years of my life there and then moved up to Pittsburgh and I've been here ever since I trained in Pittsburgh and South park, uh, for IWC, so their wrestling academy. And I trained under Chris LaRusso and Andrew Palace. Um, and then DJ Z, uh, you know, Joaquin Wild, he would pop in here and there, um, Sam Adonis, you know, I had a lot of additional people that would come in and get additional feedback. Um, and then I trained for a year there and then debuted in February of 2017.
0: 2017. Wow, that's that's a long time ago. Can, who who was your first match?
5: <laughs> My first match was uh, with Britt Baker, and it was for the IWC Women's Title. <laughs> Holy
0: shit! They just threw you right in, huh?
5: <laughs> oh yeah, I cut a promo beforehand and everything. There was a lot to live up to. That match went like 15 minutes too. So.
0: <laughs> oh, that is thrown. That is tossing you right in there. 2017 was a good. That was starting to get really peak mm-hmm. Indies. I think 2019 was like the hottest I think I've ever seen it. But that was right in there. Um, what, what did you, what, so you said you didn't backyard wrestle. you didn't know what you wanted to do. What exposed you to wrestling then? Who was the, who was the, the person in your life that was like, check this out?
5: <laughs> well, I've always been a fan of wrestling and, um, uh, my sister actually got me Hooked on it. So when I was younger, I would watch wrestling in her room, um, but I would ask her way too many questions and she kicked me out. So my love for wrestling faded because I was out of sight, out of mind. And it wasn't until I got to college and I met, um, I was in a sorority and I uh, hung out with this one fraternity that watched pay per views, watched Monday Night Raw all the time. And I was like, oh, cool. And I remembered Kane. He was my favorite wrestler when I first saw him in my sister's room. And then I saw him still wrestling on a Monday Night Raw. And I thought, wow, he's still wrestling. That's cool. And then I didn't even know about the independent scene. I I thought it was just WWE. I was completely blind to how much wrestling is actually out there. And through a couple of different connections, I ended up finding my way through IWC and had my tryout and said, hey, I just want to see where this goes, and fell in love with it over the course of a year. So,
0: <laughs> wow, that and so you, so you, you want you, in your twenties was really where you decided that yeah, this is late teens, early twenties. This is what I want to do. Um, yeah. So, what? How? What? So, where would the indies come from? Where did you get? Like, who'd you start watching first? What did What did your your trainer say to you, or what did, were you like? I really, I, you know, I want to be, you're watching the indies, let's say, in 2016. I mean, WWE 2015, 2016. Did someone go to you, hey, hey turn that off. Put something else. Put this on. What were you watching? <laughs> what was your first indie?
5: Well, my very first indie show was at RWA. Um, so that that was my first taste of the independent scene. And it was, it was different for sure. Um, and I got a good taste of what independent wrestling has and i ended up finding my way to iwc through uh someone that was training there at the time and i decided to meet the promoter. I met Chris LaRusso. He had just come over from PWX and he was going to train the next group of people. So I actually got in there and asked if I could help out with ring crew beforehand. And then I had my, that was in June of 26, June of 2015. I did ring crew up until December. That's when I had my tryout. And then that's when I got set up in January. Cause I passed the tryout. So, so I just felt I fell into the independent scene very randomly uh, yeah. because someone was like, do you want to go to a show? And I'm thinking, oh, like a WWE show. And they're like, no, like an independent. So that was my first taste of like, oh, there's different levels to this, even yeah. like Impact or Ring of Honor at the time. And then it went to WWE. So
6: yeah.
5: I took that and I was like, OK, so this is something that I could actually take advantage of and actually learn more about um because i've always wanted to do something more hands-on more physical i've always wanted to take some type of fighting class or karate or boxing something so when wrestling came into play i was like oh like wwe wrestling so there's this and that and i took the acting and took the physicality and blended it and it was exactly what i could have been searching for
0: so well, so the, it's funny you say that. So, you, so now you're with Derek, and being in in the production now in the last three years, I would say is a is a proposition. It's violent. There's a lot. Of, there's just mayhem. So, what's the evolution of the character? Where were you? What were you first? What did you envision when you first started wrestling? To like, how did you get here? To like to be it, the production's no joke. I mean, it's it's you know what we saw with Ziggy was madness. You know, and the, and and just the cooperative like work. You know with with Derek and you, like, did you, what were you first? And then how did you get to this? Where did you say like, oh, this is what I want to do?
5: You mean like just from. Just
0: gimmick wise. Yeah. Like okay. what was your, yeah. What was your original gimmick and and how did you kind of see yourself now you're here? So how did you get here?
5: So I've always been, you know, the queen of the silver screen, but I had no idea what that really meant. You know, like what type of presence that held, especially coming up with the, Phrase Queen of the Silver Screen. There were many levels before that, and I'm glad we stuck with this one. Um, and I, I ended up fig- trying to figure out like who Katie Arquette is and why she's here and why I wanted to be here. And I knew about the production and some guy in Cleveland named Derek that wanted that had his own, you know, cinema, you know, faction. And everyone was like, "You should team with him. This would be perfect." I'm like. Okay, who is he? And we're like, <laughs> what do I do? Because I don't know anything about the independent scene. And everyone was saying, like, oh, well, he's hardcore and the production does this and there's blood. And I was like, well, that looks cool. And I always wanted to be a part of that um, in some aspect because it just, on paper fit but watching some of the matches that i saw i was very unaccustomed to where i was in my skill set that i thought i need to work my way to that point and earn a spot in the production and let everyone on a face level say oh you should pair with him to actually earn that and make it make sense so i went and i took the Katie Arquette, Queen of the Silver Screen. And I actually made that uh that line mean something by taking the last five and a half years, almost going on seven now, to make it what it is, get into AIW and actually combine with Derek and have it make sense.
0: So let me, Derek, let me ask you about this. How comfortable and ready were you when you made the move from Ziggy? Because you guys have, you know, something tag champs, you know, the 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 tandem finishers, all the things. What went through your head when you were like, OK, it's time for it's time for a change or it's time to for me to move? Were you was there any trepidation in, in switching up, you know, partners or, you know, Katie, was there any trepidation in joining where Ziggy kind of made her name in there, you know, in the production? Did you have any thoughts like, you know, let's see how this is going to play out? Or did you always feel like, yeah, the chemistry is there. This can work.
4: I mean, uncertainty is like a big thing for anybody, right? Yeah. A lot of people are always scared of change um i love ziggy ziggy's great me and her work really well together um there's a lot of people that love us as a team so like the thought of like you know turning my back on that's like freaks me out and gives me like anxiety and like leading up to it i was like super anxious about it um katie and i have known each other for a very long time um we're you know we we've been on shows together um you know we're just friends so like I think the move made sense because like everyone needs to adapt and evolve. Right. Um, Katie is at a high level right now and she's been at a high level for a very long time, but she's just been sort of stuck in places to where people don't get to see her flourish. And like, that's not a negative or anything. Um, I think she truly is the queen of the silver screen. So if I could have helped her in any way, which I did, Um, get to that front of the line, that's what I want. Um, Me and Katie, we've teamed before. We've had, like, some uh, practice tag matches um, that nobody knows about, and we do have chemistry together. We do work really well as a team together. Um, So, like, I think it's going to be a smooth transition. Is it going to be shaky at first? Maybe. Is it going to be a little bit different for people at first? Maybe. Is some people going to hate it? Probably. But you know, it's what tells the best story. It's what evolves us as characters. It's what gets us to the next level. And like I said, me and Ziggy have good chemistry. Me and Katie have good chemistry. The story that'll probably be told, where whatever promotion it's told in, um, you know, it's going to be a good story. So everyone should just sit back and relax and watch it. Uh, I mean, I'm still to this day getting very mean and obnoxious tweets about me turning on ziggy um no 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 but it's 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 fine it's stopped uh, from him but like when it
6: happened
4: happened, there's like people like (laughs) like to pull the curtain back a little bit there's like people saying some really messed up things to me and it was like um like in my head i'm like how about you just sit back and watch what's going to happen right People are, like, saying, like, oh, you turned – how could you turn your back on Ziggy? Uh, What you did was horrible. You're a horrible person. All this stuff that, you know, it's, like – it's just, like, some hurtful things people were saying to me. Um, And it's just, like, hey, like, it's very, very pertinent that Ziggy is dating Mikey Montgomery, right? Like, everyone knows this. They've made out. There's posts. They always post together. But these wrestling fans, some fans are, like, really delusional. And I think they thought, like, me and Ziggy were, like, an item – and then like me turning my back on her, it was like some weird like Romeo and Juliet stuff. And it just <laughs> it was nuts, dude. Like the, the messages Butters. I was getting was insane. Like, <laughs> like it was like it was like I said did the most horrible thing someone could do. And I mean, in the big picture of pro wrestling, that's awesome because I want to invoke that emotion from people. Um, I want to lean into it. So like I love it. I love people being upset. I love getting these obnoxious messages from people wanting me to die because you know i dumped
0: ziggy on her head so that's great but derek even in the end game like as much as those people can bitch and complain it only it makes sense the whole if you like brought somebody in that no one ever was like oh that doesn't even it makes complete sense and that's probably what also pisses them off is that they're like ah, shit, like, this is, like, I, I'm going to have to watch this because it's not some, it's not bad. It just makes complete sense that you guys are going to go to, you know, that's the turn. That's where it should be. So, and this, I mean. This, this Not to cut you
4: off, this isn't yeah. something that was like, you know, boom, we just threw it at the wall. Yeah. For months, Katie was winning matches. How was she pinning people after she won matches? Exactly how I pin people. Every promo Katie cut, she made sure she hit production lines in her promos i made sure i made production lines in my promos every single thing that we did was calculated and it's just you know it's a it's a very wonderful story of how it came to happen and like i couldn't be happier with it you know like it's a great thing that happened and like like i said i could care less what wrestling fans think about it um
0: Katie and I are here to
4: make movies. Yeah. Right. Fuck
0: That's, you, Derek. That you? Fuck you. <laughs> Derek, last question, because I want to give, give up to Jayhawk and Mars. You mentioned that you like change. You like, you know, you, you, you like kind of uncertainty. Your, your mentor is Chris hero. We know that, you know, you, you guys are close. You have a relationship with him. Go tell me, tell me and tell, tell us like, so what's the advice? what he give you? What'd he tell you when you saw him? And, and what did, how did you play that into what you're doing? So what kind of advice have you gotten from Chris Hero, you know, moving forward because you're ready for that next level. So now you're on the West coast before you know it, you'll be out here with me and uh, you know, who knows, but what is, what did he tell you? What kind of advice have you gotten from him?
4: Oh man, I've gotten so much advice from Chris. It's, uh, it's very, very, like, I don't even know like what to say. Like I'd have to scroll through my text, text thread. Um, One thing that Chris did tell me and it will always crack me up, is he messaged me and he goes stop bleeding all capital letters stop bleeding start watching 10 real <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so like I mean, <laughs> oh no, okay um you listen you to know. him you don't listen to us derek we tell you stop bleeding but hero tells you stop bleeding and you're just like yeah
4: yeah <laughs> stop bleeding watch Tenru. so that's sort of what i've been trying to do lately um i don't need to bleed um Like, I mean, it's gross and, um, you know, it's not good for a lot of things, but Chris has been very, very on me about not doing that. Like I like hardcore wrestling, but like, there's more to wrestling than doing that. So he's given me like, you know, Japanese wrestling to study. He's given me, um, he's given me, you know, world of sport to study. So it's like, I'm trying my hardest right now. And you guys interviewed Sid last week. I'm trying real hard to become a master of grappling. Um, so at training like I'm just studying all this grappling and I'm grappling with the students so it's like I'm trying to evolve and become like that hybrid wrestler like Chris is ultimately like no matter what scenario he's in he could flourish in any type of match I'm like that's what I want to do um, I'm a blood ghoul I do love hardcore wrestling I mean <laughs> it's something that I like but you know let's put that on the back burner for a little bit like let's not do that for a while
1: I like see you become so- a master of tickle fighting.
0: Jayhawk Mars, sorry. Whoever wants to go, I'll go ahead and I'll
3: go ahead and go. Uh, we've kind of just talked about it. The pairing between you two makes sense. I did not want to see the team of Derek and Gigi break up, but Katie being in that group instead absolutely makes sense. They are Katie and Giggy, two very different type of worker, which give a unique dynamic. My question for you, Derek, is what do you think Katie brings to the table that Ziggy Duncan and Vika Verka?
4: This is such a hard question, Jayhawk. Um, so oh another inside baseball here, and Katie could attest to this. Katie and Ziggy sort of train together, I believe, and they've wrestled so many times. So, like, they are very knowledgeable of each other. Um, they both bring different tools to the table. Um, with Ziggy, I could throw her around and use her as a weapon. Um, I don't think that's the tactic that I am going to, you know, do with Katie. Um, I think Katie is a very heavy striker. So I think the production may become like hard strikers. Um, I don't like, I don't know. Um, I'd have to sit and think about it, but they definitely bring different tools to the table, um, different personalities. Um, and it should be very interesting going forward, how we, you know, how we capitalize on that. Okay. Now, one thing about the, about the
3: independent team is, Really kinda of depending on where you go, how the women division look in different independent company. Uh what are your what are the, some other challenges you face, Katie, being in some of the women's division where maybe there are two women in the entire division. AIW's got a very small division right now. They they bring people in, but basically you Gigi and Jocelyn, that, the, that's the that division. How how do you cope with that in comparison to come other play? Or
5: well, it's very difficult when the there's a lot of independent women wrestlers out there and we're not being utilized as much. We're not being put in storylines as much. We don't bring a level to the table that people don't see in terms of storytelling and matches and growth overall within a division. A lot of people think a women's division is, oh, there's a women's match on the card and there's two of them. And yeah, Jocelyn and I, for sure, we've had our fair share of matches uh throughout the last seven years and within aiw but that can only be that story can only be told so many times you know they're like derek had said and uh everyone's been saying tonight it's like why the production is the way that it is it like everything in wrestling, it needs to change and it needs to evolve. And if it's making people happy or if it's pissing them off, we're doing something right because it's getting attention and it's bringing results. And with any women's division in in any independent scene, it's extremely challenging to try to prove yourself over and over again and bring what you know you have to offer to the table in one or two matches because there's only so much that you can push and politic and bring into a promoter's year or the office's year and say, hey, this is what we need to do and to make it work and establish not only ourselves, but how we can change and evolve. Because I am the queen of the silver screen, but over the last seven years, it's been very eventful and it's changed dynamically and it can't continue. Women can't continue to change in their own division if there isn't levels of change and involvement. I
3: don't do a lot of fun questions. I'm going to do one. I think it's fun for both of you. <laughs> Who would you like to be, play you in a movie? Oh,
5: um, I okay. I would probably want Emma Stone to play me because I feel like we have similar laughs and comedy release. <laughs> so I feel like if Emma Stone played me, that that would be pretty cool.
4: That's a good one um, for me. <laughs> Jonah Hill all day. So like <laughs> yeah. full Jonah Hill. The like one that turned
1: crazy, yes.
4: No,
0: uh, he could be crazy.
4: Oh, I mean just so uh, so super say, not bad?
1: Too. We're just doing super bad is what we're doing. Yeah,
4: super bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I would want like Jonah Hill from the Netflix movie, you people, or Wolf oh. of Wall Street, good too Wolf yeah, of yeah. New people.
1: Yeah, although yeah. oh, the, the the waspy version. Oh god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> the fucking big teeth and the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: right, that would I... be in the production and um, actual movie roles: Emma Stone and Jonah Hill.
0: I need Perfect. to start. I need to start drafting that up, Derek. I want. I think I could come up with some more for you both. And I, I need to. I, I'm going to just do like a stream of consciousness on my Twitter and just figure it out. Because I, <laughs> I think I can find. I think I can find more for you guys.
4: I think JCP needs to throw together a production poster with Emma Stone and Jonah. <laughs> oh my god, that, <laughs> yes. would be
0: that would so be great. Damn funny. Yes, Jacob, if you're listening, <laughs> make it happen. We can make this happen. <laughs> Oh, we know Jake listening, so yeah, he's definitely listening. He'll he'll. We'll see. We'll, we'll probably tomorrow. You'll have when it goes live on Wednesday. You'll have something for Thanksgiving. I can almost guarantee it. Beautiful. Okay, <laughs> so I've got
3: one more. I think it's my final question for everybody. Derek answered this before. So, Katie, have have you heard of the Wreckling league List? No. Oh, so, the Wreckling league List was uh, made but made up by Tony Khan back in the early 2000s on the old DVD VR message board. And he basically compiled a list of all the scummiest things in the history of the wrestling business. I'm going to have you pick a number between one and four hundred and sixty. Oh, I'm gosh. going to read it to you. You're going to tell me if you think it's true or not.
5: If it's true or not. Yes. Oh, boy. OK.
3: We don't know the answers to these, whether they're true or not. I can call it speculation. It's something I like to do for fun.
5: OK. Um, Eighteen.
3: Eighteen. El Dandy has banged both Lita and Fishman and Lola Gonzalez's oh, hot dog. God. <laughs> Nah. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh Dandy. Nah. <laughs> who are you to doubt Who are you to doubt, oh, Dandy?
4: <laughs> Derek <laughs> false. You don't think so? I wish I wish I had a phone a friend. I would call Sam Adonis and ask him this. Because like <laughs> he, would know know actually the, he would know all the Lucha Libre questions. Um I'm gonna say false, but like I don't know because you don't like it's an entire different world down there. So like maybe it happened. I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's true. What if he did it in WCW days? Who knows? Could have been. Could have been when he was the, when he was LWO fire hot at that point. <laughs>
4: when <laughs> when LW, the original LWO was running mild,
0: right? For about I think it was three months it went on for. That was about it, but it still feels three like weeks. it was. Yeah, it felt like it was a generation to me.
4: <laughs> there's, there's. I don't know if I've said this before, but like this is one of my favorite WCW moments that is not like posted about anywhere. There's an episode of Nitro where Eddie Guerrero is trying to convince Rey Mysterio to join the LWO, and some way, some something happens, there's a match, and, like, Rey Mysterio has to put this LWO shirt on. And so Eddie gives him this shirt, and Rey puts it on, but this shirt is, like, a 7X. So Rey <laughs> Mysterio is putting this 7X T-shirt on, and Eddie Guerrero is smiling from ear to ear. So you know as you're watching this, as I'm a pro wrestler now, Eddie Guerrero was one million percent ribbing Rey Mysterio with oh, his yeah. giant ass T-shirt to where <laughs> Rey Mysterio looked like he was wearing uh, like a like a like I don't even want to say like a parka, but it was like <laughs> just like a, a dress. Like a it was like, like he a was like a little
1: kid wearing his dad's shirt. Yeah, <laughs> so that was like a muumuu.
4: <laughs> so yeah. So All
3: right, Mark. Yeah, I defer to you. All
2: right, so I'm actually uh, circle back to one of uh, Jayhawk's questions about being like being woman in wrestling, as far as an AIW, what would you like to see like changes made to help improve the division as you are now the leading lady?
5: (laughs) That's a great question. Well, now that I am well known as the leading lady there, this is not going to stop me from all aspects because the women's division will continue to grow. We will continue to bring in new competitors. Uh, Maybe Jocelyn and I can put our differences aside and, tag up. Um, but, uh, but no, I definitely think there's a lot of room for growth now in the position that I'm in. And I'm hoping that it, it can go really far because there's a lot that can be evolved within AIW, especially the women. And we need to bring back the women's championship. And now that Derek and I are officially the production, maybe there will be a new tag team on the horizon. So there's a lot at stake here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think every leading lady deserves some gold. So, like, there's something there. um Now, let's take it outside of the ring. Like, what do you like to do to kind of just like unwind and just like kind of take a step back from wrestling and kind of just like, you know, decompress?
5: I love watching movies, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> I love watching movies. I love binge watching uh TV shows and eating popcorn. That is how I unwind and enjoy my night.
0: <laughs> Talk about living the gimmick. Movies, I know, popcorn.
5: right? It was always meant to be. That's my favorite snack. Like, I feel like half my body is made up of popcorn because that's all I eat. <laughs>
2: that's the, <laughs> you know, that's like the go-to low-calorie snack for me now. So, like, I feel that.
1: I'm it's not a good. huge fan of popcorn, but there's just these uh popcorners that are like the oh, chips that are made out of yeah. like popcorn. They are good. Those oh, are band-handed. amazing. I I just got uh two new flavors, and uh, I've been sharing them with everybody at work, and that's like that's my favorite thing now. Is those? Those are really good. they're awesome. The the white cheddar is the best, down hands down. My oh, only reason I don't like popcorn is because I had it so much as a kid. Like that was like the, the number one snack, like growing up, and like no matter who cooks the popcorn it always they burn it and it just it smells horrible if i cook it then i'm okay with it but like you, <laughs> in it, the once microwave it's, once it's burnt Cooking
0: popcorn <laughs> on a
1: stove once it's burnt it, it's the worst <laughs> smell and i don't i don't want it after that
0: did you what not eat jiffy Pop a kid josh no i did not i threw it in a microwave and and my mom would just like be like There, yeah, that's it my mom never used the stove so i don't know how to use it yeah
2: anymore. i could be trying i have just sure burned my house down if yeah, i was allowed yeah. to do there it on was the no oven. way she yeah, would let us do that it.
4: I was going to ask, are you guys pilgrims? Like, what the hell are you doing? You're <laughs> putting popcorn on a stove. Right outside like, of a al-
0: wood fire pit.
4: <laughs> I've always grown up by putting popcorn in a microwave, and guess what? Pressing the popcorn button.
5: It doesn't burn. Right, exactly. I don't, I don't <laughs>
1: believe that. I don't believe that. I think it still does. I think you got to...
5: Use an air popper. Yeah, there you go. That'll be good for you. Or I have this big popcorn bubble dome. It's kind of like an air popper, but it's a dome.
0: That's when you pour the 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 kernels into mm-hmm. that's too much work no oh, that's the next microwave.
2: how is that too much work
7: you just microwave pour the
0: things in you popcorn in there. Oh.
2: yeah the <laughs> microwave you have to open, open, have to open the talk- bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you it's gotta open the door God. like there's so there's it's about the same amount come on right. <laughs> come on josh i uh, think get a little deeper into like movies and stuff okay like what's your favorite like genre then
5: comedy because i love to laugh and it's the it doesn't matter how dumb the joke is it can be really funny it depending on where you're at in the movie so comedy for sure
2: do you have like any uh go-tos for comedy then
5: the office the good place good place i love that show yeah all good good things and you know you have all the jonah hill movies so like all super bad this is the end wolf of wall street like now you'll never people. watch those
0: movies without thinking of Derek. anytime i watch i'm gonna think of Derek from now on <laughs> jonah
4: hill from you people that's it i'm telling you yes. that's me <laughs> that is one million percent me
5: i think i watched that and i even thought i'm like he kind of reminds you of Derek the way that he's acting i'm not kidding
4: <laughs> <laughs> i can see it me i can see it i like fashion what can i say
0: <laughs> you do pull off the supreme uh armband better than most people i know <laughs> uh and
2: then before i get into a voice i want throw it to derek real quick because it has come to light about the inspiration for the diligent main might be a very my very specific band for, that's from a time of music that i really love so i wanna just let's talk about that for a little bit
4: okay What i mean there's there was uh there was a discussion in a um there's a discussion in a discord that I was in, um, and people were trying to figure out where I got my name from. So I'm very glad that, you know, where I got my name from because somebody was just saying like, Oh, it's from, um, the bank robber, which I mean is cool, but I mean, <laughs> I 1 million percent got it from the band.
1: So that was, that it. was the IW guy discord, uh, that you can get access to if you join our Patreon. So
4: <laughs> I knew popped. it was, I knew it was so well, I knew it was one discord That's I got my...
0: scared Derek when you changed from director to Dillinger I didn't know what was going on originally I was like what what is he doing what <laughs> he's the director what's happening here no I love emo music or I love
4: alternative metal music so there it is
2: <laughs> that that like in that specific like that specific time because was like for me growing up that is, just hits like a very specific like chord uh, so like, yeah, I guess like what other, like, obviously don't just skate playing, but what were the other bands like around then that you were really bumping?
4: Oh God. I mean, I still listen to these bands. So it's going to make me sound so terrible. Um, I love kill Whitney dead. That's a band that I liked, um, for a little bit, but I love Chiodos. I love bring me the rise In, I love the devil wears Prada, literally any band that, you know, would have been on the wall of hot topic, um, around that <laughs> time period is what I like. So, I mean, I love those type of post-hardcore bands. The Escape Plan a little heavier, so they were um, a little heavier, so I like them a little bit
0: more. Fuck yeah. Every time Thanks you for, bring uh... up bands, Marcy, I, I, I envy you. I envy your love of music. All you guys who can name bands. I didn't listen to shit when I was a I kid. Have, it was like it's like Dave Matthews and Barry Manilow, I think, when I was younger. Now it's like now it's acoustic alternatives. So I could cry at the coffee house on, on my XM. <laughs> I, I can't
2: help it. I'm all over the place with music. Like you should know this by now, Josh. It's outstanding as I now.
0: No, I dig it. The DJ. also like Derek, I'm now
2: in the entertainment industry as a, a DJ. So I, of course I know my music. Exactly.
4: <laughs> I was really happy that you had that Taking Back Sunday song on your playlist.
2: I was that uh, the second I found there was that remix. I just I could, I had to put it in there. I didn't even care if it's technically not hyperpop. That song had to be in there. I thought just I didn't even know if that
0: was English, Derek. What Marcy put on her playlist, I had no idea what any of those bands were. None you, you not knowing
4: that song and posting about it, or it may have been in a <laughs> podcast because I like my days have just been so terrible. Um, you not knowing that song and talking about it killed me because
0: it's so good. Oh, well, you know what. Set, what, send me the name again, and I'll play it on my ride out to Ohio on Friday because I got plenty of time to kill. I can. Gosh, tell.
2: you're in Long Island. You have to. You have to put some respect on Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> I don't even like, know. How that, dare I you leave. living where you are now and you're gonna say the shit you said about them? What the I like fuck? Blink
0: One Eighty Two. That's does yeah, that count the same? No. No. <laughs> the whole other side
4: of put- the
3: country. Gould, let me put you this way. I know who Taking Back Sunday is, and I don't look in that
0: kind of music i i literally have never heard of them when marcy put that on there and everyone was all excited i'm like what the hell are we talking about i have no clue but all right you know you guys you do you and i'll i'll find it somewhere okay I'm a- thanks, thanks. I, i'm officially more <laughs> hip than somebody on
3: this show well, i like it
0: <laughs> i am a fi- i am the oldest on the whole show so that's you know it's it's i think it just it's showing my age at this point
1: <laughs> butters we, we, we got some voicemails we got, voice we got some voicemails it. yeah First up, this friend of the show, Zach.
8: Hey, the indie wrestling guy here. Uh, First off, I, of course, will go to Norway. I mean, I would just go. I knew he would. Wrestling or not wrestling related. Um, So thanks for thinking of me. Uh, The question for this week is this. Some of my favorite uh, wrestling shirts are those like 2018, 2019 uh, production shirts. They're like some of my go-to shirts. And unfortunately, they're starting to see their age a little bit. Also, I can't buy them anymore. So my question is this: I have set those shirts aside and only kind of wear them on occasion. What wrestling shirts do you all own that you've kind of had a slow down and maybe you only maybe you only wear them on special occasions, you know, maybe date night, maybe you're wearing them to a wedding. I don't know what you consider a special occasion. That's up to you. All right. Hi, everyone.
0: We'll go to the guests first. Derek Katie, wrestling shirts you put aside that you know that you, you think are a little more upscale that you want to keep around for a while. Uh ladies first. I'll let Katie go.
5: Oh gosh. <laughs> 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 um, I did steal uh an NWO shirt that was very old uh from Andrew that I really liked. And I, I, I wear it uh, to bed sometimes and it's very run down, but I do love it. But my go-to like wrestling shirt that I, that I love is my cane shirt. Um, And I will always wear it.
0: Uh, you're the first. I, I haven't heard a Kane fan jump on the show in ages. That's that He's is my a first favorite rate.
5: wrestler. I was a love at first sight thing. So
0: unbelievable. Love him. Was He's it mask, mask? Was it mask Kane or the post mask Kane?
5: Mask. Mask Kane. Okay. Demon Kane. <laughs> Not the
0: one with the hair shaved up to here. No. That, just the curly back that looked I always just made me so uncomfortable. <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's great. What
4: what iteration of mask, Katie? Sorry to derail. Yeah, like, do
0: it. Like.
4: 2000s mask or like that re- like the red one like the debut mask
5: it was the it was uh the red one
4: that's the coolest one it's the squ- the square mask the coolest one
0: not welder's <laughs> mask Kane. not the one where he came out with that weird soft welder's mask that he beat john cena up with
1: no i, I like the one right before he took the mask off that had like showed more of his mouth that yeah. when he was feuding was with cool. triple h i like that one a lot i like that look a lot because i think that's when he first started using slow chemical as well so i think that version is like probably my favorite version of kane also
4: very underrated theme
1: song Derek, what? There Derek, that's shirt
0: it. you got a shirt for us
4: um yeah so shirt uh, well first i want to know um what sh- zach what shirts do you want let me know and i'll throw them back on my pro wrestling tees and can get you some new updated ones um I we're just gonna we're gonna
1: bootleg them will and I are gonna bootleg a bunch <laughs> of shirts like we already told Dom we're bootlegging all his shirts from now on we're gonna sell them in the parking lot for five dollars a piece okay um, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll just do that with all of the uh the production shirts as well because you know
0: I have like five Derek shirts I got that that crazy one that was Derek that you designed uh I I don't even remember I think it was during the pandemic and it was like a red and purple variant and it's got you on there, and it says uh, Derek Dillinger is a big clapboard. There was like a different company that you collabed with, and I oh, forgot. Oh
4: yeah, the um that was the indie wrestling connect. The yes. guys that used to run uh, Blackcraft Wrestling did that for me. Yeah, that one's oh. one of my favorites. Yeah, I love that one. I should actually should pro- well Ziggy's on it. I was gonna say I would get a print it, but that's a story for a different day. That's old. That's in the past. Um, but shirts that I have that I put aside. Um, I have a vintage. I have a ton of vintage wrestling shirts because I love fashion. I have a vintage Bam Bam Bigelow shirt that was my dad's that I put beside and wear occasionally because it's like uh, faded real bad, um, and I don't want it to be messed up because it's my dad's. Um, personally, I have my Shane Douglas shirt that I have a picture of when I was in the, as a little kid. It fits me still, so that's another one of my ones that I have. Put to the side and wear on special occasions um i have some very old aiw shirts that um i got from biggins that i have put to the side that i'll wear you know very shortly i have i have an ec3 shirt or not his name when he was michael hutter the deviant aiw shirt i have oh, that shit. to the side maybe i might wear that you know maybe you know i might wear that maybe i'll break it out of retirement and wear it um but you know i have a whole bunch of shirts um yeah i love wrestling shirts I can talk yeah. talked about it all day, so we can move on.
1: Sorry. Alright, let's see who we have next. Vic Vice. Oh, here we go.
9: Hey, yo, it's your boy, Vicky Z, the pure artist, Vic Vice, and I'm just calling to ask, you know, I would ask why Derek's ducking me and why we haven't had a singles match, but I know he won't answer that, so I'll ask him another question You know that he will answer, so he's still ducking me and will not give me a singles match. Just wanted to bring that up. But Derek, what's your favorite Alternate luchador name I brought up at practice. I know there were so many that you liked, so you could just tell him like any of the ones I came up with. All right, see ya.
0: Alternate <laughs> luchador names. What's that? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea
4: what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm sure oh no, I do know what he's talking about. Oh no. Um, yeah, that's something that uh, <laughs> I'm gonna leave him to uh, you know bring to you people. That's something that you know I don't want to ruin the surprise of any of his alternative lucher names that he wants to debut i'll let him debut him first so everyone could be really excited and shocked how i was when he told me them. so tbd are coming soon preview bang
1: so they're just gonna be soon to be worst ring names we've ever heard name right no, they're,
4: they're really they're <laughs> really good but um again that's a vic vic vice has to tell people those um and I don't think I'm ducking him because I would wrestle him. Um, I just don't think his little baby chest would uh, appreciate my <laughs> heavy, heavy chops.
0: God, that's insulting. I love it.
4: <laughs> does, he, does he not have a baby chest? Have you not looked at it?
1: I mean, Speaking of chops, <laughs> uh, our next caller is your opponent this Friday. Let's go. Isaiah Broner called in for you. So, uh, let's, let's go to that.
6: What up, though? I know who this is. They did the ALW absolute champion. The problem. You already know what it is. What up? What up, Derek? What up, cuz? I got a question for you and your, your, uh, gang. I mean, lead lady, whatever you want to call it. Oh. After I whooped your ass in hell on earth, you gonna replace her too? <laughs> what excuse you gonna come up with next? Like,
5: I'm, I'm curious to know whatever, like what's
8: gonna happen. Whenever you gonna look straight
0: to D V D after this, ass
8: whoop it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the
5: thing, man. The world wanna know more. See you Black Friday. Holy shit. Well damn.
3: Wow. wow. He definitely pumped up for Friday. Okay, Holy that. shit, Derek. That was brutal.
4: Really? Uh, that was really rude. Um well number one, <laughs> let me answer this number one part. I'm not gonna replace Katie cat. It's not going to happen. Uh, number two, I really, really, really hope Isaiah keeps that energy and brings it Black Friday because, you know, his. if you ask me, I think his uh, absolute title run is coming to an end, and I'm just going to leave it as that because I've said it all I needed to say in that wrestling promo that I put up this morning. Um, so if you want to hear my words or my thoughts on the match, watch that video. It's on my Twitter.
0: And we we have retweeted it. It's it's outstanding. But that was pretty serious. This is getting a little uncomfortable. But <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, that's 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 great. I love it. Carry the theme over to everything.
4: I don't I don't think it can get much more um much more serious and um, deeper than Isaiah telling me he's going to put me on a t shirt. Um, that's pretty rough. But I can assure you that he is not going to end my life, and I'm going to end his title run.
1: I think we need I mean, a uh, a music video lead up to this from Limbiscuit, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure.
0: I feel like we're going to hear a lot of like thuds, like as the the that when the punches and the slat and the chops land, it's just going to be th- loud thuds. The entire place is going to vibrate. It's going to be great. Hope so. And, and that could big building to vibrate too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
4: think if you have anybody on the roster, me and Brona definitely brings it.
0: For our listeners, remember AIW's Hell on Earth is Friday at seven thirty. On fight tv plus if you can't be there in east lake ohio
1: hey you got it right josh good job yeah boy (laughs) all right and uh our final call it's purple Bell time
9: all
0: for you derek
1: hi
9: it's me stan from burlington hey stan i don't know if you remember me oh we do but we really are into the holiday season aren't we thanksgiving this is is this week this is going to to be a long call so you may want to cut the EMT or the Toymaker this week. Let's just call it <laughs> fans' Thanksgiving extravaganza. Me, 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 me. Derek Dillinger is back for his third appearance on the show. He's kind of becoming a regular. So for the life of me, I can't understand why. But it's sort of like when Jay Thomas would go on the David Letterman show every year around the holidays and tell the story about the time he met the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Marcy, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on your YouTube. No, I don't think Maybe. I will. Every year, Derek can come on with whatever fellow wrestler he's blackmailing into working a program with him. Sorry, for <laughs> that. I don't know who he's been formally introduced. And he can tell a funny anecdote. I can see 20 years from now, Jay Gold saying, Derek, you're of course going to tell us about the incident with Parker Pierce Laredo Kid and you in the casket at Funhouse, right? <laughs> <laughs> in Burlington, we have all sorts of festive events starting up. There's our local turkey truck, a wonderful food drive at the high school, and even something that I've sort of made into a tradition here where I live. Let me tell you about it. I spend the week before Thanksgiving sneaking into the kitchen at night and taking cranberry sauce, which has been for our Thanksgiving gathering. I combine everything I manage to get, and on the night before Thanksgiving, I use jelly molds that I had specially created of members only, Malcolm Cambridge <laughs> and Calvin Lewis make little Calvin and Malcolm figures I like <laughs> to play with them mashed potato wrestling rings then I eat them so they can be part of me forever <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. I <do. laughs> then I yank my Dom greeny purple key trains keep myself calm when some of the staff comes in and yells at me for bringing food up to my room it's such a special <laughs> night <laughs> but let's not forget the true meaning of this week being grateful and taking stock of all we have i thought i would talk about some things that you four might mention as you say grace around your dinner tables even if i made my own personal list mm. i'm thankful for malcolm cambridge i'm thankful he'll be wearing his wrestling tights and i'll be able to watch him through my illegally downloaded browser on friday night at hell on earth <laughs> I'm, reading, I'm probably thankful for ophthalmologists that make it possible for him to wear such flattering spectacles <laughs> i would assume this week jayhawk is thankful for dorian thompson robinson Marcy is thankful for glitter and anime. Charlie Butters is thankful that whenever my calls run long, I hang up at pre at intervals, so all he has to do is cut them together and not do any real editing. <laughs> <laughs> Big Old, for another year, is thankful that no one has yet caught on, that he doesn't actually know anything about indie wrestling. Despite,
6: despite, despite the of the
9: show. <laughs> He's also thankful that the Statue of Limitations has almost run out on that little crime he committed against his first wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this has been fun. Allow me to end with a little poem for all the fans. Okay. <laughs> Thanksgiving in Burlington, a time to get drunk. Why am I listening to Derek Dillinger? He's such a punk. <laughs> Jay Gold keeps yammering, calling Derek a beast, while all self respecting listeners just want to get their family feast. <laughs> so maybe with this show, it's not a time to be grateful, but a time to love Stan from Burlington for being fun, oh. but hateful. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Well, gotta go. Bye. If, if anime? I can just,
3: anime? It, what?
0: Oh, happy Thanksgiving, Stan.
3: You, you're into a form of anime, Marky, yeah, let's be honest.
1: Oh, that's called hentai. There's a about. difference.
3: Uh, Marce, <laughs> you, get my, you, you got where I was going with that, though. Stan's for the test for the Marce. story. Yeah, Why is he Stan- so
0: mean to me now? <laughs> let me
3: know Derek, i don't know
0: marcy don't did know. you
1: know did you know that there's a wrestler from pittsburgh named super hentai yes,
2: yes. i did actually huh. i love him yeah a, I, I,
4: I hope like I want to be a male stripper sorry oh 100%. love that for him oh,
0: true. oh my god what goes on down there in pittsburgh my god you, you don't you want to really know jay gold <laughs> <laughs> What in the world oh Derek, He's i don't all... know why he was so mean to you Derek. i really don't I don't understand. Is uh, uh-huh. it because I thought Burlington was the coat factory? Not. Well, I mean, we've all place. said it. We're, we've, <laughs> all, we've all
4: said it. I'm
0: not 100% <laughs> sure.
3: I, 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 think I think you're onto factory. something,
0: and that's why he's so angry about it. Or maybe they messed with his meds, because you remember last time he got in trouble for using the phone, so maybe they messed, and maybe he's just in an ornery mood. You never know.
4: He's so I, ornery. Why hasn't he made me mashed potato replicas of me, or cranberry <laughs> sauce replicas of me? You don't want I, him I,
0: making mashed potato replicas of you, dare I was going to say, I think strange. at this
2: point you should be grateful he's not doing that
0: for you. Yeah, yeah. Only Malcolm has to worry about that, really. <laughs> I,
3: I do have some bad new for you, Jay Gold. That alleged crime against your first wife. There's no such limitation on that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I get
0: it. I get it. It's just, you know, these things happen.
4: Um, but before we close out, I want to definitely go back and touch the Super Hentai thing again. Super Hentai is great. He's a legend. He is a guy that uh, probably should have been, like, making a bunch of money in wrestling, but he was, like, very short, and I love him. But, you know, he innovated a style that um, people were doing in the area, and, um, you know, it sort of evolved into the, you know, the big names around. Like, he helped train Shima Zion, I believe. He helped train... um, Britt Baker. Britt Baker, Elias, Elias. who else katie you he trained you a little bit bit? yeah
5: he he was one of the ones that came in
4: yeah so um definitely want to give him his uh, flowers here that you mentioned him so
5: oh yeah he prepped me for my match with Britt. he's like what are you gonna do i'm like i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs)
4: sounds He
1: was uh on one of my first indie shows i ever went to i went to an AIW show not long after it, but I went to an IWC show for the first time. Cause they had Samoa, Joe and Christopher Daniels on the, on the show. And I remember him being there and I think McFoley was there too for something, so it was good.
3: Yeah. Super hentai go on the first ring of honor show in Pittsburgh, with the YouTube ring and then promoter Clinton. So they go, so he got a, like a four minute match and then make even didn't even make the freaking videotape.
4: That's hilarious.
0: This is uh, Super he hentai is five foot five. And is that true? That's like about
5: right. Yeah, little guy.
0: Yeah, that's right. Little guy. huh? little guy, but no he's pictures.
4: Big, he's so big. He's so jaff now. Uh, so he's like five, like he may be five foot five height wise, but he's like five foot five sideways as well. <laughs> that no super hentai,
0: guy. that
2: guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Perfect for our audio podcasts.
1: Oh, <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> we, can, we can post a picture on the, uh, on the Twitter.
0: Listen, one yeah, day Mars will be, we'll have a video element. You never know. One day. Also, he's he's
4: changed his name now to H L Supreme because Super Hentai isn't the best look for a PG promotion that he roses for. So H L Supreme, um,
0: H L stood for. It's
4: worse than Super Hentai. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to spill the, the. He Wears words, a little delirious Katie,
0: mask. He kind of looks like delirious a little bit with the, no, with the dangly things. No,
4: it, when he first started, it
0: used to be a um. I can't
4: think of the wrestler whose mask it used to be, but he has a custom mask. It's like Delirious's, but it's
0: definitely not the same. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to dig this dude up and take a look. He's sweet. I love
2: it make sure your safe search is on, please. I was gonna say
5: careful yeah. searching that on Google.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have my wife look
2: or
1: at don't. it. Or don't ask her. Yeah. Do- Josh just, still you know, searches daily for, I'm for lucky Bang Bros. Button. You know he's he's always looking for that tag team. The of only bang bros. searches
0: on my Google is Wordle, and on occasion I look up movie highlights and whatnot. Otherwise, I don't I don't look at that stuff. That's not <laughs> come on.
5: Private browser. That's Your
0: algorithm is, yeah, saying, you're is, is about to get is. real fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife is. Uh, she maybe she likes hentai. I don't know. I haven't approached <laughs> <laughs> the subject yet. I haven't asked. I never my asked her. I don't know. Uh, we, we'll need we an update next that week. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, want, I want the anchor to that question on Friday. Uh, Jay Gould, a uh, wife like hentai. I'll,
0: I'll actually videotape it, and her reaction will be like, "What the fuck is that?" She won't even have any idea. <laughs> Google. The she doesn't even listen to she'll the be show. like
1: finally and she'll pull out like a bad dragon toy and you'll be like what the fuck
0: right oh i thought you'd never ask
1: it's gonna be he's gonna pull out like a fucking six foot tentacle and be like all right let's go
0: oh i see you're a man of culture Josh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, shit Oh man. all right well since uh, we are we are near wrapping up, uh, I'll let uh, Katie go first. Uh, plugs, let us know where you're going to be and, and what's happening in your uh, socials if you got them.
5: Yes, you can find me all over the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, I guess the X now, um, Instagram. Find me everywhere. I will be wrestling or I will be wrestling this Wednesday in Erie, Pennsylvania at Revenge Pro Wrestling. And we'll be attending AIW this Friday on Black Friday with Derek. And then might see me pop up in some other places coming up in Pittsburgh. So be on the lookout.
4: Nice. Derek? That was so professional. I should have gone first. Uh, Wednesday, I'm going to be, yeah, damn, Katie, thanks for setting the bar way too high for me.
6: Take <laughs> <I> uh, two.
4: <laughs> um, dang. We'll um, right. post cool. there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Wednesday, I'll be in Aerie for Revenge with Katie. Uh, not with her, but same show. Um, Friday, I'll be at AIW for Hell on Earth. I'm going to beat Isaiah Broner for the absolute championship. Um saturday there is um yeah uh i don't i don't know the rest of my schedule i'll be posting stuff on twitter um i don't think i wrestle saturday but i'm not sure offhand um because i'm not an adult and i don't remember my schedule <laughs> so i know that my next two wrestling shows and i set them um follow me on all my social medias uh the x it's going to be Derek underscore dillinger um instagram is uh because i'm a scene kid and i'm not getting rid of it It, my username is xdfkx um so follow me there i post pictures uh, of my life um but follow me on twitter the most that's my most frequent and coolest social media platform i think
1: you need to post Um, more cat pictures
4: (laughs) Uh, i I will i'll post one today well um, i got back last night um from california and uh my cat was very happy to see me so i took uh probably like 500 pictures of my cat um so i'll post one of them i'll do that tonight for you specifically for you
1: awesome
0: don't give him that satisfaction <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh mars
2: you can find me on twitter instagram twitch and blue sky at you can hear my latest mix for Transgiving on SoundCloud. EagleFemboy, boy spelled I uh, I don't know what else I'm doing. That's that's the important ones. Listen to the mixtape. I'm so fucking proud of the work I've done. Like It's fucking
3: killer. Listen to it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at RefJayhawk. Instagram at Jayhawk1539. Uh, Act at stands now. I have no booking until January. Uh, for the right place, I'm willing to change that. Go promoter. Hit the social for the email. You have something going
1: on? He's very expensive. Don't do that.
0: Right. He's a, he's,
3: he's, ha- he's a costly.
1: Hall of Fame ref. He's very expensive. Right.
0: He ha- yeah. he asked you to pay for his trans and his hotel room.
1: Yeah, it's it's tr- and even if he lives only like twenty minutes away, he's gonna have a hotel room. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna says, lay out
4: some um. I'm gonna lay out some baby mattresses in my basement <laughs> and then book Jayhawk just to come to my house. <laughs> He'll be there.
3: there. DM me Derek. We'll talk great. <laughs>
1: uh, so patreon.com slash IW guide the first ever video will be up of uh, Josh Dalton and I watching the most insane ladder match uh, I've ever seen in my life from Canada. Um, 2004. Yeah, <laughs> which is yep. now Josh's favorite match in the entire it is. world. It's my
0: favorite ladder match of all time. There's nothing better.
1: It came out really well, so I'm excited for that to go up for all our Patreon people. Um, what else do we got going on? Friday, I will be at Hell on Earth. We will have IW Guide shirts uh, and stickers. Uh, I think shirts are going to be like 10 bucks a pop. Uh, stickers are going to be free with them. What else do I have? I had something else I wanted to mention. The belt yeah. shirt? No, it's uh, it's just like a black shirt that has the IW Guide logo on it. Uh, that's the first one we did with uh, Will from Sick Things Clothing. We're gonna do okay. some other stuff, Derek. Uh, if you
0: want a belt shirt, I'll get you one.
1: Yeah, I actually
4: want the belt. I want to be the first champion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first ever IW Guide Awards is coming up. Uh, I haven't announced. We're not gonna announce the name yet. It'll be announced on Twitter. But
0: it's I fucking f- awesome. I
1: think we're gonna let JCP announce it uh, because he's the one working on the logos for it and uh it's the most insane stupid thing i've ever seen uh from the mind of josh uh and uh i love it so much um i think that's all i got
0: all right you can uh you can find me on twitter and on instagram at jgold12 please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us check out the twitter handle iwguide1 uh don't go to iwguide that's not us do the youtube page patreon patreon backslash iwguide don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. We have Stan from Burlington. We have the Ziggy Tank Girl uh, uh, collab. We have um, uh, uh, the IW Guide belts. We have t shirts and, and fanny packs and our faces. Put them on your bodies. You can wear those. Um, do the whole thing over at Brainbuster Tees. As I've said, in Norway, if you're listening, I'm sure they'll ship overseas. Uh, we have the best uh, logos and merch game in the podcast world. Even though we're a small podcast, we still have the coolest merch. Uh, listen to our friends at odds with wrestling. The card is going to change the super fantastic podcast X over and I have Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast and check out JCP designs. As we said before, the aforementioned JCP designs, the official graphic designer of the indie wrestling guide, Uh com. time capsule toys, toy Ohio, rubber city toys, big starts brand set tab photo watch watch re- women's wrestling watch of Northeast Ohio. Michelle Carter, Jose Rodriguez photography, AJ Small photography, Six Things Clothing, and their sister company Gorilla Press Apparel, Angry Lemonade, and Smoking jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's oh, all I got. That list Let's is pass getting over, really, butters. really
1: long. That list is it's getting, getting long. so yeah, long. Man, come on,
0: we got a lot of friends.
1: Uh, we need to see it faster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm trying derek i'm trying i'm trying to it's not triple be like over my own commercials
1: play. the the
5: yeah, record
0: it commercials. And then it'll go really up.
5: fast at the end that's yeah. what
0: summers does that's what summers used to do he had it all recorded i know it
1: <laughs> all right so uh it is time for create a wrestler lab who who would like to go with their created wrestler
0: i'll
4: go first um my created wrestler will be his name's gonna be colin his last name is then gonna be bind and he's gonna come out with a trench coat and his theme music's going to be beautiful oh, people sake. by marilyn manson oh my god um and then his finishing move is going to be this and it's going to be like a heel hook oh, Jesus and Christ. it's pretty pretty messed up uh but that's my pro wrestler that you want it oh,
1: shit. Uh, the debut match will be against ronda rousey or she just claims <laughs> that or she just claims his finisher doesn't exist
0: that she when she loses it didn't happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> Katie, you got something a little more wholesome for us? Or- oh, Katie, God. would you like to try? Are you, right, are you going really deep? Or are you Wait, just? what
5: gonna- do I have to do? A name, finishing. finisher?
1: Yeah, finisher. And if you want to expand on what their gimmick is, pass their name you can if you'd like.
5: Okay. Well, I'm going to steal one that we gave one of our trainees uh, a year ago. His name is Josh Rosé, and he comes out with a tray of wine, and he passes oh. it along to everyone. And I guess his finishing move could be, I don't know, corkscrew moonsault. I was going to say okay. something
0: with a cork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. All right.
5: All oh, fancy. That's well,
1: good.
0: Appreciate I appreciate like-
1: you coming on. Thank you so yeah, much. You guys uh, it's been really fun. Yep. Yeah. So you, we got a, We got on, our, call. Uh, our,
0: our, our song for the week, I think is Derek's suggestion.
1: It is. Uh, it'll be playing probably as we, uh, as we start wrapping up here. Uh, oh boy i can't believe i'm gonna play it
0: midnight wednesday morning
1: i'm assuming you called too derek didn't you and no just i the... didn't call you didn't <laughs> call? I did not
4: call. somebody called no.
1: with that song uh and played about uh, 30 seconds of it
4: <laughs> i can tell you it had to be big sam or shelby wilder i
2: Tell me what
0: it is off the air. I just nope, know what it nope, is now. Nope. I
2: can't wait. You have to wait. You,
0: you wait. Have to wait. I'm
2: part of the show.
1: What doesn't the fuck? I, still gotta gotta wait. You still I don't even wait. know what
0: it. I don't know what it is anyway. So when it plays, it'll be I'll new. I'm the me. only
1: one that knows, and <laughs> it. it's worth. It's worth the wait. I promise. Uh, good night, Norway. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Later. Later, dweebs. Bye,